Hey everyone, Shane here. Let me tell you about my show coming up on November 24th, Saturday night over at Pops. We're calling it Riffs for Gifts. Me and my friend Lexi Schlimmer put this show together for uh, benefiting Toys for Tots. And we invited all along our friends Outrun the Fall, The Poor, Steeples, Monk and the People, um, The Matching Shoe, and Silent Hollow all performing live that evening on Saturday the 24th. Along with that, we'll have uh, some silent auction stuff. We'll have, uh, there's uh, there's rumors that Santa Claus might even be there. So I'm very excited about that. Um, and a whole lot more other things coming up. So get involved uh, with the show. You can find de- more details at popsrocks.com. And uh, come on out. It's a $10 donation at the door or... with a toy donation. So again, all this benefiting Toys for Tots. And it's going to be a great time. So come on out Saturday, November 24th. Pops in Sauge, Illinois. Thanks, everyone. Hi, this is Lexi. Sid. Of Hess Van Schlemmer Metalworks and Art. Home of the Schlemmer Metal Wolves. We are a small but furious family-run welding, fabrication, and metalworks shop with CNC capabilities and now full-scale powder coating operation. We bring unique, affordable quality art to life within the realm of practicality. Whether it's signs, sculptures, railings, shelves, furniture, or even just powder coat for your rims or your patio set, give us a look. Check us out on Facebook or Instagram or call 618-670-5724. We are Hess Van Schlemmer Metalworks. That was terrible. Allie tried. Hey, everybody. Shane Presley here with Rock Paper Podcast. Let me tell you about my friends over at Naked Vine, located at 1624 Clarkson Road in Chesterfield, Missouri, serving up all your favorite wine, whiskey, and local craft beers. Stop by and visit them this week for some live music from the Warbuckles on Thursday, November 1st. Jake's Leg on Friday, November 2nd. Kent Earhart and the Blue Moon Blues Band on Saturday, November 3rd. And I return to Naked Vine with my singer-songwriter storytelling showcase on Tuesday, November 13th with Nick Gussman, Maddie Shell, and Sean Kimball. A 7 o'clock start for that show, $5 at the door. Um, all these details and more can be found at NakedVine.net. Be sure to follow along with them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram also. And uh, again, come out for some wine and stick around for the show. Thanks, everyone. Um, podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio. It's on, it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. Hello, hey, good evening everybody, welcome to Naked Vine, I'm your host this evening, Shane Presley, I, uh, I host this uh, monthly singer-songwriter storytelling showcase every second Tuesday of the month, so if you like what you hear, please come back and hang out with us again uh, next month and tell some friends. Uh, with all that out of the way, this please reminder, uh, this is a listening room experience, so please try to keep your table talk to a minimum. Uh, we'll, we're gonna do, uh, we'll do this evening in two sets. We'll do one set, take a quick break, 
grab a drink, uh, whatever you gotta do, and we'll come back and finish up the night. Um, but uh, please uh, help me welcome to the stage my friends, Philip Russo, Matthew Hitchcock, and Samantha Clemens. Hello. So I'm going to start with uh, one of my happier songs. They're few and far between. So. After I tune all the way, as I change my guitar strings today. Rookie move. <laughs> so this song's called Honey. I, uh... About a year or two ago, I became single and uh, had a sabbatical, and then I started dating. God help me for why ever I decided to do that. Um, and then this song just kind of came out from some of those experiences. song that changed fields 
So I just wanted to do that, and I was like, all right, let's make a blues. And then let's talk about all my terrible dates that I went on. <laughs> and then I just kind of half finished it, and I sat there for a long time, and I've started dating somebody now, and we're going steady, as the kids say. <laughs> and uh, so that kind of tied up the song. Who knows, she's listening to this, she's like, oh shit, I don't know if I'm, maybe she did make my world, I don't know. But yeah, that's my blues song called Honey. Yeah. Alright, well I'm Matt Hitchcock, and uh, I'm in a band called Hitchcock and the Hitman with Philip. This guy right here. And uh, another guy, Tom Conway. And sometimes we play with a gal named Amy Armstrong. And so we go by Amy and the Hitman. If that's the case, so you can check us out online. We've got a couple. We got an EP out there with a couple, uh, couple songs that we wrote. Um, and Phil and I are also in a band called Sidecar, and we play that song in Sidecar. Um, but usually I take guitar on it. I think Phil plays keyboard. It sounds a lot better when he plays guitar on it. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to play a song I don't often play out much. Uh, Sometimes when I do solo gigs, I'll play this one. It's, it's called um, uh, Rhythm and Blues, and it, it's not really a r really profound song. It's, it's more or less a, a hidden message about trying to hook up with somebody, I guess. <laughs> but I liked how the old school guys would write songs, and they'd, you know, they'd all make it, make it sound like they were doing something else, when really they were just talking about trying to, trying to make out with somebody. <laughs> Anyway, I thought I'd start with my, my least profound song and really set the bar low and then we'll, we'll see where the night goes. But anyway, this one's called uh, Rhythm of Baby, if I had to choose, 
I'll take the rhythm, but baby, don't give me those blues. I knew right from the start you were gonna wreck my heart. I can't stop what you do, baby, don't give me those blues. High heels and tattoos, don't give me no bad news. I'll take the rhythm, baby, don't give me those. Black, my wife's here. <laughs> that was awesome. I'm Sam, Samantha Clemens, uh, Wong. Yeah. So, that was awesome, guys. Um, I guess I'm, I'll try to keep it upbeat here for the first song. I don't... Uh, I like to write a lot of sad songs, but um, yeah, this first one is called Spectacle. Shame! 
Phil, I'm really glad you have to follow that. I know, I was like, oh, that was awesome. I'm real happy with the order right now. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> well, great. I'm glad I put my least favorite song second. And as promised, if you were following the Facebook group, harmonicas were brought. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the most applause these harmonicas ever seen. <laughs> I've been trying to learn, and it's just. The neighbors love it. Yeah, they really do. My dog does not. It's honestly really expensive to buy like a nice harmonica, it's like 50 bucks, and then I tune my guitar down a whole step and capo all over the place so all the keys are really dumb and it becomes very pricey. But anyhow, this is a song with the longest title that I've ever written. I'm impressed with that one. I'm usually like one word. This song, I don't really know where it kind of came from. Yeah, um, again, I was, had my single sabbatical for a while. So I was just kind of like reflecting when you like break up with somebody or you get dumped, either one, you're just on that like, man, do I suck or do they suck? Like, what is the problem here? So this song is a little bit about that. And I can change the word, there is a bad word. I see there's a youngster in here. Okay, cool. It's on the chorus, you'll hear it coming. Huh? She's got a great <laughs> fake idea, that's all I got. <laughs> Holy cow. I should have changed these strings yesterday, it might be a long time before I started.
Nostalgia's got the best of you And I'm the way that you like it too Forget everything we thought we knew Chasing a dream that won't come true, no, no Cause things ain't like they used to be no more What the fuck will we fight and fall? It never seems you've walked out that door Second time I've played that in public ever, so there you go. <laughs> Sounded good, man. Thank you. Thank you. See, I'm not good with, like you guys. I'm not good with the happy songs, and that one's like, it it toes the line. It sounds happy when you listen to the words. You're like, oh, does he need a hug? Which I do. Take any any takers on a hug. I'm here. So. Um, not long ago, I don't remember how long ago, it was maybe a year, my wife and I went down to Louisville, Kentucky. We went on a, a boat ride on the Ohio River. It's like a dinner boat cruise or something. And we were easily the youngest people on the boat by 60 years. But it was kind of neat because we we're on the, the boat. I'm looking at the Google Maps and I'm kind of following the, the river and wondering how much longer we're going to be on the boat with these people. And, I was looking at the river, I'm like, it goes all the way to Pittsburgh, and then it splits off and goes straight to the East Coast, and you could stay on that boat all the way to England. And I thought, it's kind of neat, you know? And then I started following it west, and I was like, well, that leads to the Mississippi, and then you could go up the Mississippi to the Illinois River and the Sangamon River, and shoot, that's where my parents live. I guess we could stay on this, on this river and get all the way to my parents' house. And so it kind of got me thinking about rivers, and I was... Um, I was kind of finger-picking an old song, and it kind of just sounded like a, a river song. So I thought, I'll explore that a little bit. And um, So I started writing a song about the Sangamon River, which is a river that's by my, uh, my hometown. And, uh, it's about a guy who uh, kind of makes some mistakes and tries to use the river to, uh, to make up for it. And my, my guitar is a little quiet tonight, so it's a finger-picker, and it's kind of quiet, so I hope you can hear it, but uh, we'll see. Still to say it, son, I buried her in the Sangamon And I left my only love in Illinois and There's one thing I know, I ain't never coming home The good Lord, he can't change what I've done And all of these bad dreams are coming back to me When I lay my head down to sleep Thank you. 
live my life on the run I'm hiding from the police and the gun And I've been up to Maine and back again Down to Arkansas and Michigan Now I live my life on the run There's one thing I know I ain't never coming home The good Lord, he can't change what I've done bad dreams are coming back to me when I lay my head down to sleep There's one thing I know, I ain't never coming home The good Lord can't change what I've done All of these bad dreams are coming back to me When I lay my head down to sleep When I lay my head down to sleep When I lay my head down to sleep For the record, that's my favorite song you've ever written, ever. Thanks, man. It's a wonderful song. And it's it... a river song. <laughs> Pretty uh, deep. Yeah. Pun intended. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> like Oh, man. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm clearly the most inexperienced guitar player here, but I try my list. Um, no, that was awesome. Since I guess we're kind of on the um, broken hearts, bad relationship kind of thing we're going on here, we'll keep it right there. Um, this song is called Fair Warning, and um, it, it's not, I didn't write it like based on a personal experience because my husband's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it's one of those things where you're experiencing or, you know, you're watching something and you can kind of feel what they're feeling. And um, so I decided to write this. I was watching some random show. I don't even remember what it was. Um, but the song is kind of just about being duped um, in a relationship and feeling like you put effort in and they weren't reciprocating and... Um, it's called Fair Warning. I hope you like it. <laughs> yes. And 
dozen times But lucky for you Your conscience Any man come like me Every so often But all you have to do Is give me fair was a fair fight and if a race in a bit of hell was all that you wanted well I'd have been in an easy cell yeah. and I would have somebody you
gotta switch places. I can't keep following that. Man. <laughs> This next song is one, um, let's see, it was about 2015, I think. I just had a whole lot of life happen in a small amount of time. Um, so I used to be a drug counselor and work with teenagers and stuff. I took, I turned 25, took a trip to see like my best friend and my brother across the ocean, and I came back and quit my job. Yeah, we've all been there, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, I just I grew up in the performing arts and music and stuff, and my soul was needing to come back. Um, I basically had a job offer on the line, and I didn't know if I was going to get it. And then my mom was like, you should have had something in play before you quit your job. And I was like, yeah, it's fine. Something will happen. Moms. Mom. But it turned out kind of all right. So this song is about all of that. Oh, 
actually wrote that song kind of the, around the same time Matt and I met each other, and then we started those bands we talked about. But that song was like, I left the country for like three months and just kind of said peace out to my life. I mean, I had like my father died, my grandfather that raised me died, my grandmother died like in two years of each other, three years of each other. So I was just like, fuck, no more, please. Oh, sorry, John. Um, Earmuffs. <laughs> but that's good, it's all right. She's used to it at home. <laughs> but yeah, that, that song, I didn't really like know it at the time, but that was like the catalyst for like what's happening right now. It was just like, oh crap, that's where that song came from. Gotcha. I think that's about the saddest one I got. I think it goes up from here. I'm not sure. I think there's one more that'll just get you. I was going to play a happy song next, but Please. after hanging out with you two for a while, I'm going to do kind of a sad one. Um, I should mention Shane over here. I want to thank you for allowing us to do this. Shane's been called the mayor of St. Louis music. I believe that. The mayor. Got the number one podcast in the city. It's like the St. Louis Magazine, uh, what was it, the A-List Award? That's pretty awesome, man. Well-deserved company. Well-deserved. So after hearing these two songwriters write some pretty sad stuff, I thought I'd play a sad one, I guess, too. Uh, so I wrote this song initially with, from the perspective of a guy who was in a relationship, kind of similar to the song that she was singing, where you kind of feel like you're getting duped, more or less. You kind of, you're not sure if the other person's as involved in it as you are. And the kind of the cool thing about this songwriter night here is I was thinking about what I was going to say about some of these songs, and I got to thinking about this one, and I was like, this could totally be from a female perspective. Of a, of a gal that's kind of trapped in an abusive relationship and can't get out. It's kind of, uh, I'm not real specific with my, with my terms in the song, so it's, it was kind of neat. I never realized that it could kind of be about anything. So um, this is one that I play with Phil a lot. Uh, it's called Sweet Love, and it's a pretty simple song. Um, nothing too fancy on the guitar, but um, yeah, it's just kind of the... Uh, listen to it, tell me, maybe you'll take your own interpretation of it. Sweet love, I don't want to be wrong, tell me is it so Alone in a 
ghost town I'm tired of hanging around Oh, please help me This isn't how I thought it was gonna be For those listening on the podcast, that was me playing lead and rhythm at the same Thank you. Where did that other hand come from? I, uh, I work out by the bridge and landfill. It just grew out of my chest. <laughs> wow. On that note. On that note. Samantha. I... Like he said, don't uh, write a whole lot of happy songs. I'm happy in real life, and then I take all of my sad stuff and I channel it into the songs so it doesn't come out any other <laughs> I'm not always very great at it, but it helps. Um, so this next song is kind of um, a little similar to the last song, but kind of um, flips it on its head and kind of talks about um, getting out of a relationship like that where um, you've kind of been taken advantage of and um, kind of recognizing that, hey, there's all this wreckage. Where did you go? Why aren't you here to help me clean this up? Um, so uh, originally I had titled this song Fix Me Up, uh, but then I changed it to Before You Go. So either one of those really. Um, it's hard. You guys know how it is. Yeah, it's, it's like, fix me up before you go. That's. Uh, oh, well, let's turn up the volume. That might help. I hope you like it.
brought you in from the cold Dressed you up in designer love that you couldn't afford microphone a lot. My parents didn't like it very much when I was growing up, though. Yeah, water! Quiet down! All right. <clears throat> I'm gonna try to, like, avoid the sad ones this time around. Just kidding. Just kidding. No. <laughs> so, the first set was most of the tunes that, like, you know, recovered from the breakup and all that kind of life stuff death stuff and then I hit writer's block for a long time uh, and I'm sitting on my couch one day staring at my Beatles poster listening to the Beatles and also Oasis and I was like man I, just, I, I was like thinking about like the cliches that are in songs and like not that oh, I love Oasis, but sometimes they write about some cheesy stuff, and I'm just like, why? Why'd you pick that line? Like, there's a song that we play that's about lasagna, and it's just like that was the last line of your song you went with lasagna. All right, I'm putting way too much thought into my song, so let's let's simplify it a little bit. And then it just kind of got me on this kick of. Anyway, the song will explain itself.
rights man You're taking money from my hand What is your master plan, Mr. Taxman? Dear, dear Mr. Popo I can't keep running no more So put me on death's row Ain't no places left to go Don't believe everything that you hear Or what you see, for it's all smoke and mirrors There's a man behind the curtain Pulling all your strings like a puppeteer I don't think we're in Kansas anymore is so unfamiliar Once in us There ain't no place like a home Where this road leads I don't know Well, I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't trust that grin It's more like a mortician's Killing all my dreams, American I don't believe everything that you hear But what you see, for it's all smoke and mirrors there's a man behind the curtain Pulling all your strings like a puppeteer I don't think we're in Kansas anymore This place is so unfamiliar Once in us, there ain't no place like a hall Where this road needs I don't know I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Thank you. I had a little, I had a little brain fart. That's why I was like, ah, oh, shit, I forgot the lyrics. You're not supposed to say anything because then they might not know this. Oh, it's just a teaser for what I'm going to do on this next one. Totally. Forget the whole second verse. So I just went to the bathroom before the set started. Thank you. I've been doing that for 36 years now. And I'm washing my hands and I'm looking at the wall and it, there's a 
just go in there when you get a chance and look, look at the right wall when you walk in. Right where Brazil would be. Just look what it says. Anyway, um, we've got a couple, like three songs left, so I'm, I'm having the Sophie's Choice moment here. I gotta kick my kid to the Nazis. Uh, full dark. So with that, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a sad song because these guys are really doing the sad thing, and I don't want to break. Sorry. No. Shoot. That was my protest song. I'm telling you. I always mess this one up, so this is a perfect one to start the second set with. I know you 
up where you left me But I'm tired of playing it That song was only two chords, so you, th you think you don't play a lot of guitar, but uh. those are the best, though, especially for me. I've I've actually been playing since I was like nine. My mom bought me my first guitar. Um, Moms. <laughs> and uh, get got me a couple lessons from my youth group leader. And here we are, you yeah. know. Um, so I heard you say that that was your protest song. So I have a sort of protest song, um, sort of kind of. I wrote it for my son, Eli. He is three. And I now have another son who will be six months here and oh, a little baby. So. Changes your perspective, which is kind of what this song is about. It's, I think, one of the things that I didn't expect having kids was that um, life got so much scarier. It's like you have kids, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm not invincible. I'm gonna die one day. <laughs> um, and then also you're confronted with the fact that you also have to kind of keep this other person alive, you know. Um, which is terrifying. Uh, it's beautiful, but it's terrifying. Um, so I wrote this song for my first son, Eli. Um, but, I mean, I have to now, so it's, it's for him too. Don't, if you see him, don't tell him that, you know, it's just gonna start stuff. And we already got issues, so, what? Brother stuff, you know. So this song is called Bubble Boy. I hope you like it. You see? It's the baby brain. I'm just going to blame it on that. It's real.
wherever I get to wherever I will go Will you be on my mind Or fade it with the time Just like all the things You left Great. Thanks. So, uh, my buddy Chris Muller right there, he let me borrow a movie, uh, It's a Wonderful Life. And that, in that movie, that guy realizes he's like surrounded by all these great things. And Clarence! 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 And I feel like I'm having that moment right now. I'm like, shit, I play guitar with him all the time. I don't know how good he was. Uh, you're my Clarence. Clarence! Clarence! Every time the NHL. Dies, a bell gets its wings. Wait, that's not right. I'm remembering that wrong thing. I should probably, if I'm allowed to speak on Samantha's behalf, she has a really good album on Spotify. You should check her. It's very good. Definitely check her. She hasn't mentioned that yet. I felt like you gotta check. <laughs> so, um, I'm gonna sing another kind of heavy one because. Bring it on, bud. Let's just do it. Let's go down the rabbit hole. Um, and this one is the newest song I've written. I haven't really played it much, so I'll probably mess it up. But um, it's kind of, yeah, you won't know. So, uh, but it's about, uh, there's, there's some people out there that they always kind of look for your weakest point. Um, and they try to, try to use that to leverage against you in some way, shape, or form. So, you know, everyone's got something about themselves that they feel kind of self-conscious about or whatever. And, and these people always seem to try to find that and use it against you. And I just think that's probably the worst character trait you could have. So um, I kind of wrote this song for those people. I call it the Bad Luck Crow. Everyone was knowing but you 
last train was leaving town You're part of that bad luck crowd My father said, do the best you can. Life will be a journey. It's more than just a means to an end. The choir is singing now. Don't be a part of that bad luck crowd. relocated back here from uh, Fort Worth. His family's from the area generally and um, 
when we were expecting our second uh, while we were in Fort Worth, I was just sitting in the living room with him and our oldest and just got this like, I don't know, you know, like you were saying earlier that you kind of have these moments where you're like, oh, everything is awesome. This is great. And you're just kind of overwhelmed by gratitude. And um, so I wrote this song about uh, that feeling. Um, and I hope you like it. Oh, it's called Fortune. You might want to know that, but... Oh, 
yeah, but I went and struck gold. Yeah, I went and struck gold. Yeah, I went and struck gold. my single, if you will. I recorded this on our band's EP by myself, and uh, I'm currently working on like a homemade album where I'm gonna do all the parts except for the drums, because my drummer is way better than me, so it just works out that way. Um, but yeah, this song is about an old man. Well, he's not old, but he is growing old, and he sees his own death, kind of. It's kind of that imagery there, but yeah, this is the Reaper.
Because I was like with somebody that I thought I was going to marry, like for sure, and then she ended up kind of sucking. And I think my friends just kind of put up with her and didn't really like say too much. Because I was happy and stuff, but I think she's, she's a good person, I'm not going to lie. But it was just, we weren't like meshing that well. And then all the life things, and I like kind of had my breaking point, broke up with her. And then the very next day, I just like wrote like three-fourths of that song. I was like, fuck, I feel better now. <laughs> But that song kind of like encompasses like I grew up in you know I'm like a millennial so we have like feelings and shit so like I grew up I was like kind of depressed and all that kind of stuff and that song kind of like I don't know if I was the old guy or I don't know what that was my brain was doing when I wrote that song but it's that song was just like another turning point like the chain song kind of encompassed what I wanted to do and that song was just like. Yeah, man, stop being sad. Just fucking do it, you know? So that's the Reaper. I'm glad you guys like it. I like how Phil's, Phil's songs have a theme. I'm like, I got a river. Uh, some guy was mean to me. There's red high heels. Red high heels. Uh, a chick with high heels. Maybe it's my wife. I'm not sad. Uh, I want to thank everybody for coming out here tonight. Thank you so much. Especially Chris, my mom, Kelly, Jesse, Beth, and all her friends. That's, that's Apologize, wife. I'm really bad with names. <laughs> Anybody I'm forgetting? Um, so, you want to do Morning Bird? So, Phil and I are going to do a song together. We play this in the Hitman. Uh, we usually have Amy Armstrong singing it. And um, if you haven't ever heard of Amy Armstrong, she's this just enormous talent. She's a super funny lady and she does comedy and songs and we uh, sometimes we get to play with her and it's really a pleasure but um, I don't really know the story behind the song really. I, I th if I, I tried to think about it when I was getting ready to do this because I thought I gotta say something about this song. And, um, I remember somebody said Paul McCartney wrote a song with like an A7 or something and I'm like A7? Can you tell me what an A7 is? I don't even know what an A7 is. A7 is a major chord with a flat 7, or it's a major triad with a minor 7th interval. So you get what That's I'm saying when I'm like, why would you want to write a chord with... Do I stop now? Do I yeah, stop? you can okay. stop. So I was writing a song, and I'm like, I never play with any of these chords. Why would you want to use a 7 when you don't even know what it means? That tritone, bud. So then I learned a bunch of 7 chords, and this song is filled with... A bunch of seven chords. I got G7 and A7, D7. I think I got a C sharp minor seven. Again, for those on the podcast at home, that's a major triad with a minor seven interval. The more you do your homework, kids. So this one's called Morning Bird. 
And uh, you can catch this one on, uh, we did this on a video song day afternoon. It's a Facebook group that shares some, some local artists doing their original stuff, so. Um, and please go find it, because we're on like 2.4 thousand yeah. likes. Yeah, we, we, we shot up really quick. I was trying to climb it, it so. Yeah. Go share so. it with your friends and stuff. singing along there because <laughs> I had found it on Facebook and then I listened to it for like 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, no, I love, oh gosh, I love that song. That, that bird, what? What? 
I try to whistle and spit. I'm, I'm weird. I like I can't blow out. I I suck in. I don't know. It's Is weird. that the trick? Okay. Better yeah. suck I'm gonna try that you know again. Sorry. The kid, the kid left. I can make that joke. And if you're listening, dude, you're gonna do I'm really sorry. good in certain parts of town. I'm just saying. <laughs> Oh, I, man, I don't even know where to go. That <laughs> little kid laughed. We're fine. <laughs> um, you know, I was just so engrossed in Morning Bird that I didn't tune my guitar, didn't pick a song. Um, so we shall. This next one. Uh, is called Settle Up. And it's another sad one because I'm a Debbie Downer sometimes. Um, you know, sometimes it's fun to wallow as long as you do it in your room by yourself. And, um, but I kind of wrote this song. Uh, Again, I, I'm not really sure where my inspiration comes from. I think you kind of mentioned that, that sometimes it's just like, your brain just does these really weird things and you're not really sure why it's connecting the dots it's connecting. Um, so I'm not really sure what my headspace was when I wrote this song, um, but I'm sure that, uh, I don't know, I, I feel like as a songwriter, um, you know, your biggest tool is empathy because you don't necessarily have to experience something in order to write about it. If you can find little echoes of things that you've experienced and other people's experiences and then just, um, you know, try to find a way to express that feeling in a way that's true to your own experiences but um, that doesn't like, I don't know, try to co-opt other people's experiences or who they are. So sometimes you tread a really thin line there, but um, yeah, this song is uh, basically about a relationship um, that ends and um, you get into a new relationship and the person that was supposed to fix me up before they left didn't do it. Um, and now you're with this other person that's wonderful and awesome, but you're not necessarily wonderful and awesome. Um, and so this is about that. And it's called Settle Up. I hope you like it.
this ain't your debt to pay These aren't your amends to make I might be stuck this way Thank you. 
these guys are wonderful. That's fun. I've never met I've never met this guy a day in my life, by the way. Those songs completely impromptu. I just learned this today. <laughs> Thanks again, Shane. You're the man. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks again, everybody, for coming out. Uh, give it up one more time real quick for Philip Rousseau, Matthew Hitchcock, and Samantha Clemens. And uh, we'll be back out here on uh, November 13th, uh, next uh, second Tuesday of the month. So come back out and hang out with us, another three different singer-songwriters. So thanks, everybody. Rock Paper Podcast. Rock Paper Podcast. Rock Paper Podcast. Well, yeah, that was it.